0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Totally Awesome Podcast. My name is Josh again, and this is absolutely the worst podcast you've ever heard. Podcast so bad, it'll make you tap out. And I'm joined with a new guest, Mr. Skyler Greenberg. What's up, Skyler?
1: Uh, not much right now. Just enjoying cold weather on the West Coast, if you believe that.
0: I'm on the East Coast, and it's just it just looks depressing outside. Which...
1: Uh, does it look like a Randy Orton match?
0: <laughs> How dare you! Uh... <laughs> Is it, is
1: it just kind of slow and cold and no emotion
0: whatsoever? Hey, it's not cold because Randy Orton's hot. You can just ask my mom. But anyway... Okay, we're, we're not going to get that. <laughs> we're not getting into that. Okay, so this is... Since it's 2020, me and Skylar have decided to uh, just list and discuss our best and worst of wrestling of the decade. So this is part one. Uh... The absolute best wrestlers, matches, yada, 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 of the 2010s. So anything 2009 back, we're not talking about. It might carry over a little bit into the deck You know what I mean. So, uh, we are starting out with probably, uh, probably the ed- easiest category for me to pick, or one of them. The best male wrestler of the decade. And of course, part two will be the worst, which is the inverse of every option we have. So, uh, we're starting with Best Male Wrestler of the Decade, and Skyler, since you are new to this uh, podcast, I will let you go first.
1: Why, thank you. You're such a gentleman. Oh, I know. Now, I, this is a tough one for me, because there are so many options. Oh, yeah. Like, I'll go into the honorable ventures real quick, because there are so many of them. Uh, for me, there's uh, Kenny Omega, mm-hmm. there's Chris Jericho. Oh, yes. yeah. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it.
0: I love Chris Jericho. All three of the SHIELD guys. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we'll talk about Seth Rollins later. <laughs> we will get to that. Uh, there's also some Japanese guys, of course, like Okada, and of
1: course, my favorite, Abushi. Mm-hmm. But we have to talk about the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. For oh, yes. Second year. Oh, yes. The best wrestler of three different companies, success everywhere he goes, five star matches, feuds of the year. The fact is is that AJ Styles is the best that there is, and you cannot question
0: that. And he got to kick Nakamura in the balls the same time Nakamura kicked him in the balls. You cannot get enough of that. No, you cannot. (laughs) Actually, you can get enough of that. So much so that it somehow makes a double count out during a no DQ match. Try figuring that out. Uh, So they both couldn't answer
1: the count of ten. Yeah. WWE logic. Yes. Which again, we will get to later on.
0: Yes. Okay, so... your best male? Your best male is AJ Styles. I have a subjective best male and an objective best male. My personal favorite male wrestler of the decade is CM Punk. Because, well, he's my favorite wrestler of all time, but most of why I like him so much occurred during this decade. 2011 is when he really exploded in popularity, but at that time, Randy Orton was still my favorite because I mostly just watched SmackDown. But when I started watching more and more uh, stuff, it was around his WWE title reign when when I really started liking him. And ironically enough, he became my favorite wrestler as The Rock beat him for the WWE title. So it's like I cursed him. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but Although yeah. Fuck you, Dwayne Johnson. Yes. WrestleMania 29 can just, I, I this might, ugh, we'll get to that. Uh,
1: Besides Club versus The Undertaker.
0: Yeah, yeah, besides that, besides that.
1: everything else, everything else can go that
0: Yeah, absolutely. Except that amazing Brock Lesnar gif of him screaming. <laughs> Those are the, uh, uh, the, the two good things to come out of that WrestleMania, that match and Brock screaming like a little girl into the camera.
1: Of course, of course. But
0: well, yeah, see, object? my objective is AJ Styles. I mean, there's like no argument. From me at all. Like, he's he's been the best of every, every company he's been in. He's been absolutely one of the best, if not the best. So you have no argument from me.
1: I mean, hell, he was leading the Bullet Club when the Bullet Club was big.
0: Yes. Not the, that
1: they aren't big now, but the gimmick's kind of tired.
0: And the dude's not exactly a spring chicken, and he's still amazing.
1: Right, I mean, he's going to probably go on for another two or three years. Hell, he- if he goes on for another five, we may have to pick him again in ten years.
0: Dude. You know it's only... He might not be able to physically do it anymore, but you know he's got at least one spiral tap left in him. Oh, dear God. I want him to bust that out at some point. Oh, God. I've been waiting for it. I've been waiting for it.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Side tangent, who would you want him to pull it off
0: on? Oh, that is a good question. Okay, look... Brock Lesnar can take a really good frog splash, so I guess Brock, but we're probably not going to get an AJ Styles-Brock Lesnar rematch. I don't know. I just want to see it. I don't even care if he hits it. I don't care if the person rolls out of the way. I just want to, I just want it to exist. Can it
1: be the Vince McMahon so we never have to hear his booking decisions ever again?
0: Actually, yes. I, I would go with that. Or Baron Corbin. Uh, <laughs> or, or Corey Graves. Or Corey Graves. Just dogpile all three of them on top of each other, then do a spiral tap on top of all of them. And the let's, internet will... Let's move on. The internet will collective, collectively rejoice. So, yeah, I uh, guess... Yeah. So, I guess our best male of the decade is AJ Styles.
1: But who would you pick as a second? CM Punk. Okay, solid, solid. Anyways, so on the best female.
0: Uh, this is really tricky for me. As far as best female, if you want uh, like a cons- cons- we talked about this earlier today in our uh, group chat, and Thomas brought up a good point. Thomas Robinson, shout out to you. Go subscribe or follow the Armbar Express, by the way, uh, which is Thomas's uh, blog. He reviews wrestling shows. It's, it's very uh, fun to read, and some of his headlines are absolutely hilarious. But anyway, so he may- he brought up a very good point. The most consistent female wrestler of the decade is Natalia. Now, if this were a who is the most consistent female wrestler of the decade, I would give him that. But the best female wrestler, honestly, I don't have one. Really? Because, like, each female wrestler that I like, they or I have liked in the past, they've had, like, maybe a year of awesome or, like, a moment of awesome. But as far as, like, an entire decade, just, like, there's not enough to go on. You know what I mean?
1: I know, especially because it feels like women's wrestling has only really come on in the last five years ago.
0: Yeah, I mean we don't even
1: get into the diva era. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: like, okay, so I, I, guess, by default, on uh, I guess by default, I guess, but sorry, I guess by default, I'll go with Becky Lynch because she kind of broke through and she was the main event of WrestleMania, the first female main event of WrestleMania. She won it. So, I guess I'm just going with Becky by default because she's like the highest a woman has ever gotten in WWE. I guess. Does that, if that makes any sense?
1: You're forgetting about a certain woman that's won 11 championships.
0: Don't even. I don't hate Charlotte. I just don't care. <laughs> well, 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 I'm sorry to say, but she has had 11 championships, nine of them on the main roster. I'm not remembering the Divas title. Forget that shit. <laughs> the butterfly belt. Uh, but no,
1: when it comes down to it, it has to be Charlotte, right? She's the one that's won the most titles. She's involved in most of the storylines and the marketing and all that crap. Also, congratulations to your engagement.
0: Man, she's got... she I, She's the luckiest woman on Earth, let me just say. Yep. Anyway. Yep. Yep. Uh <laughs>
1: United States Champion, Andrade. Oh, yeah. And yes, I'm using his last name, Sumi WWE.
0: Yeah, his actual name. Like, not not just Andrade. What if I just called him Almas?
1: Oh, uh, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <sighs> I disagree.
0: Oh, no, no, I, uh, ugh. Ugh. Why am I giving them ideas? <laughs> uh, I don't know. But to me, it has
1: to be Charlotte, because she has been the woman of the decade. For the last three or four years, especially.
0: That's really tough to argue. As much as I'm, ve- I again, I don't hate her. I'm just very indifferent, because
1: right now, now we can discuss how she got there because of her booking and also because of her pedigree. Yes. But again, I'm not going to get into it.
0: And her feuds, where they literally just hot potato her championships. Uh, don't remind me. Which is why, which is why her resume is so padded.
1: Yeah, I know, because how many months long reigns did she have with Sasha Banks? She'll be now? a
0: 95-time women's champion by the time she retires.
1: She'll have more titles than Ric Flair has world championships.
0: She'll have more titles than Ric Flair's had wives.
1: Uh, <laughs> let's, move on. let's move on. I can't stop that
0: one. Wow. All right,
1: so best tag team.
0: All right, you go first.
1: I don't know. I don't know.
0: Are you kind of having the same situation that I have with the female wrestlers, except with tag teams? uh, Yes
1: and no, because this is a question, and I think we'll actually, we'll include this as a separate question, but obviously, best stable.
0: Oh, yeah. Best stable?
1: Yeah, yeah, but we'll we'll focus on just specifically tag teams. Okay. But with tag team, this is tough because there's been so many good tag teams, but they've also been part of stables, so it's kind of hard to separate them. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good options. Well, like, okay, okay, I'm gonna say it even though I know I'm gonna hate it. (laughs) Because I'm not a fan of them because I hate their batches. The Young Bucks. Oh. Oh, man. I'm actually very surprised you said that. It's a good thing. Okay, we're supposed to have Sean, uh, the colonist, on here, but uh, his internet went out because Comcast is awful. We're never going to get sponsored by Comcast, by the way. Uh, so, he would very much take offense to that. So, we're probably going to be hearing from his lawyers shortly. So, I hope you realize what you've done, Skylar. I don't
1: care about his lawyers. <laughs>
0: I'm with you.
1: I can get my own lawyer if I want. I, I can be my own lawyer if I want. Well, anyways, let's, let's go back to it. It's not because of their matches. I'm not a fan of their match style. Uh, hi, Jim Cornette. How are you doing?
0: Yes. What? They are the tag team
1: that, when it comes down to it, has defined this era of wrestling in tag teams. Mm-hmm. Like you could I make agree. an argument for the New Day, you could make an argument for the Usos, but really, what tag team in wrestling makes you think of tag team wrestling more than the Young Bucks?
0: That's that's a that's a good point. That's a very good point. They're they're not my favorite. I don't hate them. I think they're fine. They're. Uh... I just, <laughs> I can I can see that I can see that they don't annoy me but I can see that yeah
1: anyway what's your
0: tag team my tag team of the decade is the Usos because if you'll remember like pre 2016 I could not stand the Usos they had the absolute biggest like tag team turnaround at least for me and ever since they turned heel in 2016 and you know they just acted more real if that makes any sense I I thought they were awesome, if if they could stay out of trouble, that'd be nice. But uh, that's neither here that's nor there. The only
1: reason why I don't have them higher is because if they were staying out of trouble, they probably would have more title races. They probably would have a bigger impact. Yeah. I mean, we haven't seen them for the last six months because of their troubles. Yep.
0: But overall, the decade, I think, even when they were, even when I didn't like them, I couldn't deny that they had great matches. But over the whole decade, I mean, if you look at where they started and the heights they got, because I remember I I have a match on DVD where they lose a match, uh, a Fatal Four Way Tag Team Match to Santino and Vladimir Kozlov, so. Oh God. In a match where CM Punk actually called Santino the Jar Jar Banks of WWE, I have that on DVD. Don't ask why.
1: a side tangent a little bit because i'm actually gonna ask you this question i want to get your opinion on it okay do you feel like this decade it's almost like half of the decade was one thing and then the other half was something else because there was a bit of a change between 2015 2016 and everything else that happened after
0: <sighs> honestly I, I i know what you're saying it does feel different i know what you're that saying i just like don't know story. how to describe it Once
1: CM Punk left WWE, yeah. But once everything about him came out, everything about wrestling changed. Yeah. But that's that's another comment from the other day.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I do agree. I think that kind of set it off. But now it's it's different. But it's kind of hard to describe how. It's almost like at a time to- at a time Vince just did whatever he wanted to, and whether if the fans liked it, good. If the fans didn't like it, then he's going to do it anyway. Now it's kind of like. He's torn between doing, trying to do both sometimes. You know what I mean? I understand. I get you, I get you. So, uh, so yeah, uh, my tag team of the decade is the Usos. Skyler's reluctant tag team of the decade is the Young Bucks. So there we go. All right. <laughs> I can feel the disdain in your voice. Uh, so, the so let's move on
1: to that topic that I just suggested, which is best stable
0: overall. Best your stable. That is a tough one. That is a tough one. Because there are several that I really really like. Um they're relatively new, but I love The Inner Circle from AEW. Uh they're not as new, but kind of uh they're towards the end of the decade, The Undisputed Era. I love I, I, I that's what I'm going with. I'm going with The Undisputed Era. The old-
1: Problem with the Undisputed Era is that they haven't been around long enough for me to really say, "Oh, this stable really dominated the
0: decade." I know. That's I want to say the Undisputed Era, but again, they've only been around for like two, three years. But it's been okay. an amazing two, three years for them.
1: Obviously, and they're probably set up to be great in 2020 as long as they don't get out at Adam Cole.
0: Yeah, and as long as Bobby Fish stops getting injured.
1: Did you actually see this thing? I don't know if you saw this, but on cage side seats they suggested that Finn
0: Balor should replace Adam Cole at some points as the leader of the Undisputed Era. Um, how about no? I. (laughs) How about no? I am not a fan. I love Finn Balor. But no. (laughs) I can't... Adam Cole literally makes the Undisputed Era work. He's what makes it work. In my opinion. He's one of... He's one reason why it's so great. If you like if you take Adam Cole out of the Undisputed Era, it kinda falls apart. I love right. Kyle O'Reilly, I like Bobby Fish, and I love Roderick Strong. But Adam Cole holds it together so well.
1: Right, right, right. Each brings their own part to the group, and you can't take any of them out. Yeah. You can't add anything else in it. It's just perfect.
0: Yeah. Which is why I'm glad that Finn Balor didn't join. He just he's his own guy. Just screw everyone, I'm in it for me. I was I would have been interested in him joining the Undisputed Era, but I'm kind of relieved that he didn't.
1: No, 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 no. He's the
0: prince. Yes. He's his own guy. Yeah. So, stable the decade is very tough because there are so many good choices. The
1: honorable mention, I'm going to say, I, I actually would make an argument they the better stable because they're actually a stable now, unlike what I'm going to pick. Uh, that would be the Bullet Club. Bullet Club's a good one. <laughs> Especially because the Bullet Club, their leadership has changed so much yet they're still there.
0: What about the OC, Skyler? I'm
1: just you will take that back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> For a second there, I thought you just hung up. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I'm just letting that silence know that I am not.
0: That is yet. the that is the most most threatening silence I've ever received. <laughs> oh, don't worry, don't get. More this podcast
1: if you keep making me angry no no but it it has to be the shield
0: oh yeah all three guys main
1: eventers all three of them having success in the industry changing the industry yeah i mean you cannot deny their match quality over the decade, especially once they became single stars
0: Mm -hmm. yeah uh... i know
1: their time i know their time as a stable wasn't that long but just for their work overall and the impact they've had on the industry you have to
0: Regardless of what you think about Roman Reigns or Seth Rollins as of late, this has been their decade. No matter what you say, this has been their decade.
1: I suppose another stable I would suggest, even though I know you don't like them, is the New Day. But I feel like they haven't hit the heights that the Shield has. Honestly,
0: I came around on the New Day this year, but it's just because of the Kofi storyline. Because I used to absolutely despise the New Day. I don't love them, but I respect them because the the Kofi Mania storyline completely changed my tune on them. Because I really liked it.
1: Would you call it your best storyline of the decade?
0: Probably not. One of the most feel-good moments of the decade. But, honestly, for storyline of the decade, I don't know.
1: Uh, this is a tough one, too, because there are so many good ones. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, And I I hate to say this one because it's
1: an honorable mention, Daniel Bryan versus The Authority, because damn, that led to the greatest WrestleMania ending ever.
0: Oh, yeah. You can at me wherever you want, Sean. I know you're (laughs) listening. But for storyline of the
1: decade, building off multiple years and a series of great matches, it has to be Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gargano.
0: Oh, yeah, that was an awesome feud. That was an awesome feud.
1: The reason why I say it's the best storyline and the best feud is because it was told over years. Mm -hmm. It actually went on throughout the decade. They became a tag team, they got gold, they separated, then they had singles chases, and then they always came back. And I'm so pissed we were robbed of an ending to that feud.
0: Yeah, because of Tommaso getting injured. That was just unfortunate.
1: But the series of matches they have against each other, oh my god, they're all just wonderful.
0: Even when they were, like, hinting, they were planting seeds. Do you remember their match at the Cruiserweight Classic?
1: Yeah, that's the thing, is that they were telling their
0: story across multiple mediums. Oh, yeah. When they started out as a tag team at NXT, then the Cruiserweight Classic, then uh, more NXT stuff, even when they were doing Raw and SmackDown stuff together. Mm Dude, I, I rem- the the one thing I remember more than anything else from that cru- from that cruiserweight classic match is that one elbow that Tommaso Ciampa threw near the beginning of the match. J- just absolute, the mo- the most beautiful, perfect elbow right to the face I've ever seen in my life. And that's that that one elbow just lets you know everything you need to know.
1: For me, it has to be when Tommaso Ciampa is rolling down his uh, knee brace and he's about to knee his best friend Johnny Bergano and he can't do it. Yeah. And then when they start their feud proper, he does it.
0: Yeah. And then when Johnny chokes him out with that knee brace. Just, God, that was a good feud. Uh, yeah. Honestly, dude, I wouldn't be... Uh, I know we said earlier that we weren't allowed to say, pick the same pick, but you can pick mine. No, I wasn't going to pick that one. Really? My favorite feud of this entire decade is Okada versus Omega. That... I don't know what it is about it. I just adored every second of it. Because there's a story through each of their match. And even after Omega finally came out on top over Okada, he, all four of those matches, in my opinion, are amazing. But, like, the chase from him almost beating Okada to not quite getting there, he lost. But then just kept pursuing and pursuing him. And then they had their rematch, and it was the hour-long draw, which which was what, their way of saying Kenny... Hung in there with him. He didn't lose. He didn't win, but he didn't lose. Uh, and they're they're just like mirroring spots in previous matches they had. Like the, the insane uh, backdrop table thing in their first match. They hinted at that a few times in their other matches. I love stuff like that. The part of their second match where he goes for the Rainmaker, but Kenny collapses and that makes Okada miss. Just stuff like that. Stuff like that. And even after Omega finally wins the title from Okada... It, like, they had this storyline where it got to him. Like, holding the gold got to him. It, like, made him miserable, and he ended up losing the title, having pretty much a nothing title reign, because getting the title just drove him nuts. Just, I loved their feud.
1: It was probably the moment beating Okada was more important to him than actually winning the title.
0: Oh, yeah. And, and, and they kind of played off of that during the rest of his reign, and when he lost it, which I thought was just fantastic
1: side question do you think we see Okada in AEW I
0: I don't think so but I wouldn't be surprised
1: I, I'm curious about that relationship between New Japan and all League Wrestling because and we'll skip to this later on when we have another discussion about the decade to come because obviously we're going to preview it Yeah, but I wonder if they work together and how much they work together
0: I wouldn't, dude. Can you imagine if in a couple of years we get a a pay per view that's AEW versus New Japan?
1: Oh, that would be amazing. That would just.
0: The internet would collapse. (laughs) Probably. Yeah. All right, so. Well, well,
1: well, wrestling.
0: I don't know. Oh, Twitter as a whole would just shut down, which honestly wouldn't be a bad thing. But anyway, so, Skylar, what is your match of the decade?
1: Okay, so this is a controversial pitch.
0: Oh dear. Because I had to think about this one. Oh dear. <laughs> I know what it is. I know what it is. That I, that laugh gave it away. I know what it is.
1: <laughs> I was going to say Sheldon Martinez versus Rebel.
0: Oh god! Why? <laughs> <Ugh>! Sorry.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I love a match where one of the participants screams at the referee My vag! My vag hurts! That's just quality stuff right there. Damn it, my laugh! I gave it away. Damn it, Skyler. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you were right. That was a controversial pick. <laughs> no, 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 no,
1: no, no. Let's, let's, let's get that silly joke out of the way. Um, I don't know. There's been so many great matches. Uh Okay, I know what I'm going to say, and feel free to be angry, because I know this is going to be your pick, too. Mm -hmm. John Cena versus CM Punk at Money in the Bank.
0: That's a pretty good one. That's not my pick, but that's a pretty good one.
1: Really? I thought you were going to pick that one.
0: That's a really good match. That's probably my second favorite John Cena match. It's really good, but it's not my favorite of the decade.
1: It's all about CM Punk. It's all about CM Punk.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, that was the start of the summer of Punk. Oh, yeah. I mean...
0: Before they and, ruined and it.
1: Not, and not to mention, it was one of the first matches where it actually played into what we do now, which is the reality era.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Real-life situations happening in the ring. Yeah. We were not in some fantasy land. We were in a real situation, and that kind of the booking situation that we have now with WWE real life storylines.
0: Yeah, there was no Undertaker rising out of a casket via Titantron.
1: No, this was CM Punk saying, I'm leaving and I'm taking the title with me because fuck you.
0: Yeah. But um my favorite match of the decade, I talked about it a minute earlier. Okada versus Omega four. The two out of three falls match. Just that came very close to topping my all-time favorite wrestling match, which is Brock versus Kurt Angle in the Iron Man match on SmackDown. Came oh, very, came very close to topping it. Didn't quite top it, but came very close. But yeah, I I already kind of explained my whole <clears throat> why I enjoyed the Okada and Omega storyline so much. But I just felt like their fourth match just tied it up perfectly. When I was watching that match, all I could
1: think of was, how the hell are these guys still going?
0: How are they not they're dead?
1: Throwing, they're throwing everything to the point of exhaustion. Yeah. Like, whether or not you like the New Japan Pro Wrestling style, I personally don't because I think it's just attracted me. It, it was just amazing to watch. It was just like, how long is this match?
0: Dude, the conditioning. That these men have. The stamina these men have. Like, bruh. Even, even, Again, even if you don't like the New Japan style, which I personally think it's great, like, I cannot imagine going that hard for as long as they did. Because it's just ridiculous how much in the tank they have.
1: Solid stuff, solid stuff.
0: Yeah, that's my favorite match of the decade. So
1: what's your favorite gimmick?
0: It's recent. It's very recent, and you know what it is. You probably know what it is. The Fiend Bray Wyatt. Just perfection. Except they keep ruining it with the red light. That's the one thing I would change in Hell in a Cell 2019. But aside from those two things, perfection. Right,
1: like you have creepy Mr. Rogers smiling and waving at you, and then you have demonic
0: evil clown. Yes. I love evil clowns. And I love edgy crap, and I love wrestling. Combine the three, you have my favorite gimmick of two thousand of the two thousand tens. It's just when I was watching SummerSlam, when he walked out on stage in his entrance the first time, my I was in the middle of texting someone. I stopped. My jaw hit the floor for like five minutes. I was glued oh to God, the screen. Like Johnny Gargano when yes, open. I was exactly Why? like Johnny Gargano, except there was no cr- crowd of annoying people. Talking about literally everything else except what was happening on the screen. It was just me, so I feel so sorry. That is an infuriating video to watch because there's Johnny just taking it in with all these other people just just going on and on and on and on about everything other than what's going on. Like, why are they even there? And they're and one of them, one of them, I think Sonya was like, Johnny, I heard you had a good match last night, and Johnny was like, Yeah, it was great. Shh. and I'm just like, You tell him, Johnny. That pissed me off so bad. Okay, okay. So, uh, obviously, Bray Wyatt, the feed. best gimmick. Uh, there, there's some good ones.
1: Uh, Yes and no. It's just like... Okay. Uh, it's tough because there's so many gimmicks that are out there and some of them are good and some of them are not. Mm-hmm. It's just like... It's all subjective, obviously. Obviously, yeah. we like what we like, and we're not going to change our opinion most of the time. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. I'm going to
0: say this. You can agree with me or not. The Velveteen Dream. Uh...
1: For me, he's such an entertaining character, and I just love him. Not to mention the fact that he's
0: so young, and he has a lot of potential. Now, he's the gimmick's going to have to change
1: in order to fit the main roster. And he's gonna have to do some things to, you know, win everyone over.
0: But man, that gimmick is so cool. Here's the thing: I think he's fright frighteningly talented for his age and his experience level. He's really good. That said, I hate his gimmick. <laughs> his gimmick just irritates me. I don't know why. I just because
1: you're not because you're not Belpatine Dream.
0: Yes, I I am having the Velveteen nightmare whenever whenever I watch him wrestle. I'm like, I love watching you wrestle, but I hate watching you. I'm very conflicted when I watch this man because he's so good, but I hate his gimmick. I don't, like, I'm being pulled in different directions, and I don't like it.
1: Oh, come on, man. You have to admit, he is potentially going to be one of the best world champions. Even
0: sure. though I don't like his gimmick, he does it very well. He portrays himself very well. I obviously, will say that. Like, I will it, say that. such
1: a great character. So, have we run out of our topic for best? Uh,
0: not quite. We still have best company of the decade, best championship belt of the decade, and underrated wrestler of the decade. So we have three okay, more. Okay, let's
1: go. Let's go with underrated wrestler. All
0: right. Well, all right. I will let you go first.
1: Um. So when we're talking about underrated wrestlers, we obviously should talk about someone who no one talks about because let's say i don't know pull a
0: name out of the hat uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's facebook not, ladies I'm, I'm, I'm this kind of skype th- this uh podcast is sponsored by facebook ladies and gentlemen uh <laughs>
1: Thank you, Mark Zuckerberg. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you.
0: Hope you enjoy this this money, this penny you're getting. Uh,
1: Yeah, whatever. Anyways, um... Okay, okay. I'm going to say someone who I really like but doesn't get enough due. I'm going to say Ricochet. Yeah, I, uh, I,
0: I don't know if I would call him underrated, but yeah, I think he's really good.
1: Because I think people don't know how good he really, really is. Like... If he had any shred of a character, any shred of a character, he would be a world champion already.
0: It's not even that. It's that he works for a company. He works in the worst company he could work in. Because the company he works in, you have to water down people's move sets so everyone just feels the same and doesn't stand out.
1: Honestly, I wish he was still in the next seat. Because if he was in NXT, he would be used so much better. Because in NXT, he can
0: do what he 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 can utilize himself to his fullest. In WWE, he's watered down, and it's just not. There are flashes of how awesome Ricochet is, but that's all we get.
1: Yeah, I agree. Anyways, who's your underrated wrestler?
0: When I think underrated, I, I you're right, Someone that doesn't that doesn't get mentioned a whole lot, but uh when I think underrated, I think someone who's good and a lot of people know it but they never get used they never go anywhere and you're probably you can probably guess where I'm going with this someone who clearly has just about everything except maybe promo ability. he's someone who thinks that the ring has four ropes Uh, Cesaro Antonio Cesaro because again, we're not doing the weird last name thing I think he's the most underrated wrestler of the day because they never do anything with him and it's infuriating. They never do anything with this guy, and I don't I mean, get it.
1: A, it's a crime that he's not world champion.
0: It's a crime that he's he. Charlotte Flair has won a hundred world ti- women's titles, and he hasn't won any. Are you kidding me? How dare you do this to Claudio Castagnoli? How dare you, WWE? <laughs> oh goddamn, we're using cute
1: names here.
0: Yes. Okay. Um. Let's move on before you break Facebook. We need this in order to do our second. <laughs> but, podcast later. but seriously, but now, the time. dude got his teeth knocked out, and it and it was and it did not even slow him down. He got his teeth knocked into his face, and it didn't even slow him down a second. And he was still amazing in fair. his match.
1: To be fair, he overshot that one, so that was kind of his fault.
0: Yeah, God, I I cannot imagine how painful that was.
1: All right. Let's move on.
0: All right. So, what would you say is the best wrestling company of the decade? Do I want to say WWE?
1: Do I have to say WWE? And I'll say WWE.
0: Ooh.
1: The only reason why I'm going to say it is because they're still the industry leader, and the roster has been the best it's ever
0: is, but I'm not going to go ahead and say that they're the best. They're how about best brand? But, but How about, it's about best it's brand? Like you're picking by default. Yeah. <laughs> like, like well, okay, okay. If
1: New Japan had the worldwide reach that WWE has, I would say New Japan 100% because I think it that it's the more consistent company. I mean, God, that lesbian storyline on Raw sucks the soul out of me. Just sucks the soul.
0: How many times can someone watch Raw and think, this is the worst thing I've ever seen? It's like they break that record just every couple months.
1: But but you still have to give it to WWE because they still have such an amazing monster. Yes, they stole most of that from ROH. Sorry, ROH.
0: <laughs> oh, Lord. But, ROH is but, a I mean, smoldering mess right now.
1: We'll get to them when we get to Worst Company. Spoiler alert.
0: Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but...
1: But I have to say right now, it has to be WWE, just because of the roster. Just, just by
0: default. Has, by default. And they have NXT. Don't forget. <laughs> I, I,
1: I was going to say NXT, not just, WWE.
0: That's fine. Just say NXT. I'll count it.
1: Okay, fine. You can, no, you count it for
0: yours. Okay. <laughs> no, for mine, my favorite, my, I think the best company and my favorite company of the decade is New Japan. I uh, pick yeah. New, New Japan wholeheartedly. Because it's the most consistent. Although, I will say one thing they do that I don't really care for is every single show starts with a bajillion tag team matches. and you're I like everyone on the card, brother. What are you talking about? I, well, that's what they do, that, that weird rumble pre-show thing with the hamburger guy. <laughs> do you have a clue what I'm talking about? <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Does anyone about- that not people that don't watch wrestling are probably like, What the hell are they talking about? What rumble? What hamburger? What <laughs> There's a
1: guy in New Japan who's just called cheeseburger.
0: Wrestling's weird. That's thing. <laughs> He's just
1: called cheeseburger. It's not cheeseburger Eddie from the longest yard, it's just cheeseburger.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh but once you grind when through can- the tag matches can get
1: a cheeseburger from Burger King and he'll wrestle a match for you.
0: Like, I've never seen a company where, like, their marquee matches are just, they just feel epic. Every single, just about every single New Japan show I've ever watched, their main marquee matches are just, ju- they just feel like, they eclipse everything else. You know what I mean?
1: As a curiosity question, how far do you think they're going to go in the next decade?
0: <sighs> Uh that's a good question. I honestly have no idea.
1: Okay, we'll we'll put that one later
0: on. We need to think about that one. Okay. But yeah, my 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 best company uh of the decade is New Japan. I just wish that they would uh they they would get more exposure, which they've been kind of working on the past couple years because they've been having some shows in the states uh and they're doing something with AEW right now. I don't know if that's going to go anywhere, but it it's it's something. It's something. Yeah. So they're trying. So, uh, they're trying.
1: So, are we done
0: with the best? Uh, one more category, which is a strange category to end on. What is the best championship belt of the decade? You Don't you first. dare say 24-7. I will add, I will delete this footage. <laughs> I will delete this call. I could have
1: said Universal title.
0: No, because no, then that would have just been funny. <laughs> uh, no,
1: you go first.
0: Um... Honestly, it's very recent. My favorite belt of the decade is the AEW world title. That belt it's is beautiful. gorgeous. Just a beautiful title. gorgeous. But um, I know a lot of people are going to be thinking, well, the big gold belt, the big gold world title belt, but it was very irrelevant. It became very irrelevant in the 2010s to the point where it was like the super intercontinental title until John Cena won it and then he unified it with the... Uh, the main belt which honestly I like that they went back to just one big belt before they did the the brand split again but I did like the big it wasn't the most creative design but I liked the big WWE World Heavyweight title belt design even though again it was kind of basic but it was big they just then had to turn it into a giant fruit roll-up which wasn't the best idea but that's neither here nor there
1: so, my answer, obviously, is the Day O'Brien Championship, because you have to save the Earth, damn it.
0: <laughs> go green or go broke, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Exactly. No, 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 no. no, no. Actually, funny you should mention it, I actually really like that WWE Championship belt that you're talking about. Yeah. Like, for me, when they brought it out, when we first came out, and we saw the side plates, we are like, wait, you don't have the name, you just have side plates? Yeah. And then, now, it's it's a pretty cool thing, because you get to have people customize their championships with their own logos.
0: Although I will say, the version that The Rock debuted back in 2013 after he won the belt, I like that that belt design more than the one that they turned it into two years right, later. Right,
1: right, right. Like, I'm talking about the original one that The Rock brought out.
0: Yeah, I, I, I team love team that awesome. belt's design. I, I think it's fine. I like it, but it's not very creative. I, I really loved The Rock's uh, new WWE title belt. But, man, we can't talk about the best of anything without talking about the spinner belt. I'll end you right now. <laughs> okay, okay.
1: You want to just dive into it? We got time. I have got time. Let's go into the
0: worst. I will, Honestly, I'll say the only thing I hated about the spinner belt is it spun. It just looked weird when the belt was never, like, it's... When it stayed upright, I liked the design. Whenever the W was, like, misplaced or moving around, it just ruined it for me. Because I'm just like, ah, it's a toy! But when it stayed in place, I liked it. And I liked it when the Miz turned it upside down into an M.
1: It looks like one of those $5 championships you get from a, uh, vending machine.
0: Uh, But he's a rapper, man. He's gotta have some cool belts and stuff.
1: Fuck rapping. It hasn't been relevant for 20 years. Let's move on.
0: (laughs) Okay, what do you think is worse? The Spinner WWE title belt or the Spinner US belt? (sighs) Because honestly, I hate the Spinner US belt. It's ugly. It looks like a candy wrapper.
1: It it looks like a record table, except if you took the record table and you put it in a bar and everyone threw up on it.
0: (laughs) Wow. But, like, it looks like a red and white peppermint.
1: It, it, it looks like
0: a candy. It, I hate yeah, it. is. I'm so happy that JBL... I know it's from the previous decade, but I'm so... Nothing made me happier than when JBL threw it in, in that trash can and it exploded. <laughs>
1: and then he gave, and he gave a new bug to Orlando, Jordan.
0: Yeah, but I think... I've heard some reports that we may be getting a new design for the U.S. title, which... I'm curious, but it makes me sad because the current U.S. title design, I think, is really good.
1: Eh, I think it's kind of boring.
0: Well, that's because it's been the same for 15-plus years, but... I, I like the What's design.
1: The new, okay, okay. I know we haven't seen it that much, but what do you think of the AirTino Championship belt?
0: The newer one? Yeah. I really like it, except it's in the same shape as the 24-7 belt. Yeah. It's like, if, my, my it's like a good... It's like a good version of the 24-7 belt.
1: Okay. I mean, I'll, I'll just be honest. I like the white belt. Player. Oh, like yeah, me
0: too. Me too. Player. What What if they but switched I mean, out the one they have now with a white belt, but the same, like, plate design?
1: Uh, oh,
0: God. <laughs> what if they just made it red?
1: Okay, no, you just ruined it.
0: <laughs> you ruined it. You ruined All right. it. All right, speaking of ruining things, you want to just go ahead and jump into the worst of everything?
1: Sure, I got minutes to kill. Plus, this will be more fun.
0: Oh, yeah. We can talk
1: about things we hate and then take shits on it, literally. All
0: right, so part two, the worst of the decade. Who is your pick for the worst male wrestler of the 2010s? So, for this
1: one, I should pick a wrestler who is pushed... And the spike being pushed is actually very terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, you can't, you can't like them. And it's not just because they're a bad wrestler. It's also just because they're just
0: a shitty person. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, my pick goes out to a personal hatred. And I know you're going to hate this one because I know you like this guy. Oh, no. Alberto Del Rio. Oh, I, I, I'm actually not surprised you said that. I don't love Del Rio, but I like him as a wrestler. His personal stuff I can I can and see your point. But as a wrestler on his wife
1: with a woman who's at least fifteen years younger than him, then gets into an abusive relationship with her to the point where she almost has her life threatened because of it. He wrestles a ninja turtle at a freaking Mexican joke. God, look that up. <laughs> what? Remember when he wrestled a guy who was dressed as a teenage ninja turtle?
0: I do not I did not know that.
1: Okay, 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 okay. Uh, a quick sidetrack. So, 2017 in December, they're at a Mexican house show. I think it's like a, a CMLO or like AAA or whatever. And backstage is Alberto Del Rio and Paige. And this guy comes up and he's a turtle wrestler. Oh and my he hits God. on Paige. And apparently Del Rio and the Turtles started fighting to the point where they started fighting all the way up to the entrance ramp. And people thought it was actually an angle.
0: <laughs> Why?
1: because they thought that because these two, two guys are fighting it must mean that something must be going down but no it was just a real beating up the turtle because he hit on page
0: we live in the dumbest timeline uh, you just okay. told me about Alberto Del Rio fighting a turtle why dude if it was an angle you know who he would have been fighting dragon dragon I want to see Albert- I need to see Alberto Del Rio versus Dragon Dragon right now.
1: <laughs> okay, fine, whatever. You can just put your WWE 2K14 game in there, good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay. Well,
1: I like I'm you just a
0: TAW Oh God! Don't tempt me. Don't tempt me.
1: You should do. Oh no. Do Del Rio versus like Leonardo. No, actually Mikey, because Mikey
0: would hit on page. Yeah, <laughs> the 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 Grudge match. Alberto Del Rio versus Michelangelo.
1: Because Michelangelo tried to hit on Peyton.
0: Oh yeah. That that gosh dang turtle. He tried to hit on Megan Fox once, it didn't work out.
1: <laughs> so who is your worst male? And I can already guess who it is.
0: There are a few. Not gonna lie, for a while if if you would have asked me like a couple of years ago, I would have said John Cena hands down. I've lessened what I was gonna say. My hatred of John Cena has very much diminished. Mostly because he's not very active anymore, and I, I just don't feel it anymore. I don't enjoy like hating on things to be perfectly honest. I just there are some things I just don't like. Uh, if you would ask me last year or two years ago, I would have said Braun Strowman. But over the the whole entire decade, one wrestler that I just don't understand, and I just think, I every time I think about him, I'm just immediately irritated. I'm going with Enzo Amore. That was who I was going to pick. Enzo Amore, the worst thing of the decade.
1: Here's the thing. I was going to pick Enzo Amore, but now I'm just like, no, that's boring. Forget it. (laughs) But no, you're right. Enzo Amore is the
0: worst. I cannot believe he is so full of himself that he tried to hijack a WWE show in the crowd by cutting a promo.
1: Show should have punched him. I... If I, the, if I was the Big Show,
0: I would have just grabbed him out of the seats and punched them and got over with I will just say that, uh, whatever his name is, what's his name, what's his name, the guy that was briefly the manager of the AOP? Drake Maverick. Drake, Drake Maverick. Maverick. I would have had him pick Enzo out of the crowd, so Enzo would have pissed himself instead of, uh, Drake Maverick. Oh, God. Did I? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm revealing repressed memories. <laughs> I cannot believe they had an angle where like Big Show grabbed a dude and he peed himself. And that also involved Cesaro. (laughs) Why do we watch this company? (laughs) Because they're the best American company. Allegedly. Allegedly. I mean, AEW is
1: probably going to have to say something to say about that for the next decade, but let's just move on. Worst female wrestler.
0: Worst female wrestler of the decade? (sighs) I, uh... I'm going to go with Nia Jax. I know that's kind of an easy choice. And she wasn't around for that long. But I cannot think of a woman this decade that I've despised more than Nia Jax. Because I just... It's obvious why she's here. It's obvious why whenever she gets anything. Because she's big and she's related to The Rock. And I've never seen someone screw up a punch to the degree that she did. And I just think she's a douche in real life. So... My pick is Nia Jax.
1: She's injured every member of the Horsewomen. Yep. Every member.
0: She turned. She <laughs> somehow turned a shoulder breaker into an accidental tombstone pile driver on Charlotte. Uh,
1: she has broken Sasha Banks a couple of times. She broke Becky's face. Nearly mm-hmm. got separated his shoulder from her. Mm-hmm. And her NXT.
0: She launched uh, Zelina Vega into the atmosphere.
1: I'm not gonna lie. That actually was pretty.
0: Didn't she get a concussion off of that? But that's also more Tamina just didn't catch her. Okay, okay, I changed my vote. Po- I changed my vote. Nia Jax is the second. No, Okay. You say Nia Jax, okay. All right, I say Nia Jax with Tamina also up in the discussion.
1: I'm gonna say Tamina.
0: Okay, okay, good. Tamina is also just the worst.
1: The Samoan pile drivers can go fuck themselves.
0: I don't know why she wears the outfit she does. Because every time she wrestles she looks exhausted and blown up a minute in. This is gonna sound this is gonna sound pervy and l- lurchy, I know. Just take off some clothes. Don't wrestle in a jacket in or like the 35 jackets that you wear every time you wrestle. Take some of your clothes off. you'll feel better. Take, take, take
1: one of the 35 jackets off and maybe you'll look a bit better as you're wrestling.
0: Maybe you won't be so tired 10 seconds in. Because look at her during her matches. She looks exhausted. All that denim, man. All that denim. And it's because she probably can't breathe. And the saddest thing is back in 2012, I actually kind of liked Tamina. Because I thought she was all right. But she, did, like, deteriorated. And I don't know why.
1: Because she's not really an athlete. When you watch her, she's not an athlete.
0: She's just a body. It would help if she would take... If she, It's like what? It's like... She's thinking of using Piccolo's "I'm gonna wear weighted training clothes" thing, except she's not Piccolo, and she never takes them off.
1: I mean, she's a slimmer Nia Jax. That's all you gotta say.
0: So I guess they're a tie for worst of the decade, <laughs> as far as females concerned. Gosh dang it, Facebook!
1: She's a sexy, star because fuck sexy Oh yeah,
0: oh yeah, absolutely. What has she like done anything recently?
1: She's in the M and A now. Remember that Alberto's a real. MMA show against like Tito
0: Ortiz. Uh, I don't think I've. Oh yeah, is that isn't that the one where he put up his WWE title?
1: Yeah, he did, and he lost.
0: <laughs> nice. So now,
1: Tito Ort- so now Tito Ortiz has both the UFC title and the WWE title.
0: The spinner belt.
1: <laughs> yeah, he has the spinner belt. But uh, Sexy Star wrestled that show, and she won her match. Granted, the person she was wrestling only was making their debut. Now she's two and zero in MMA.
0: Did I mention we live in the worst timeline? No, we don't. <laughs> it's it's no, down there. It's definitely down there.
1: See, if we were in the worst timeline, Vince would be champion right now.
0: <sighs> that is true. That is true. Uh. Okay.
1: Yeah, Brock Lesnar versus Vince at uh, Survivor Series. <laughs> uh.
0: Okay. So worst tag team of the decade.
1: Did so I say the Young Bucks?
0: <laughs> you said they were the best.
1: I didn't say I liked picking them
0: as the best, and I picked them as the worst. <laughs> sure, why not? They're the uh, best, no, they're no, the no, worst. No, 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 no. no. I,
1: I actually have a real tag team on but you go first.
0: <sighs> I honestly don't know. Because a lot of, like, bad tag teams never stay together. So, I have a controversial pick, I have a hot take. In my opinion, the worst tag team of the decade. In my opinion, is the New Day. Even though I changed my tune on them this year, 2018, back, just... I was embarrassed every time they were on TV. Every time they were on TV, I would pray that no one would walk in while I'm watching this. So... That's just because
1: hate positivity.
0: The power of positivity just... It, 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 it failed to reach me for several years. Fair enough, fair enough. So, although, uh, although, although, I, I will say... What other tag team do you know? has There's literally been a segment where one of them drank, drunk their own ball juice. Yeah,
1: we're not going
0: to go into it. Gosh dang it, Big E. I, I,
1: I, I, I repressed
0: that memory. Oh, yeah. This is a therapy <laughs> session for us both, Skyler. Although I will say I love Kofi Kingston and I love Big E. The only one I don't like is Xavier because I just think he's annoying. Well,
1: he's injured now, so you're good.
0: <laughs> wow, I wasn't gonna go that far, but okay.
1: Well, you were faking it. Let's be honest. Anyone who's listening to your show at this point knows what you're thinking.
0: Uh fair enough, fair enough. All right, so have so, you thought of a terrible tag team?
1: So I'm gonna go ahead and cheat because I we already kind of talked about him, but we'll talk about him again. Enzo Moring, Big Cass.
0: I I can now, see that.
1: No, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. When they first came on, I actually was excited because I thought they were going to be funny and great and all that, and you said, to your credit, just watch,
0: they're going to get real annoying real quickly. Well, Facebook. And, God damn it, and God
1: damn it, you were right.
0: You know what else is getting annoying? Facebook. <laughs> oh, what, what's going on? Oh, uh, the Facebook keeps beeping and it's getting on my nerves. Uh, hold on, hold on, we gotta tell the others to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> just watch, Enzo Amore is the one texting us. No, 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 it's just Thomas and the others. Oh, Sean, uh, Sean McCarty actually messaged me his list of bests, but uh, I guess okay, we'll...
1: let's go ahead and read it.
0: Oh, uh, you want to finish our worsts and then go back to it, or do you want to just go ahead and... Uh,
1: uh, uh he also said his worst.
0: No, he just did his best. He said the worst will have <laughs> to wait until another time. So I'll send his worst when he gets a chance, but we'll go over his best. Okay, right? his... Uh, his... But, but, but to go over the end zone casting. When they came
1: on, I was excited to see them, and then I just realized, oh wait, Cass has like three moves, and Enzo's is only his hell And then they got worse and worse, and when they split up, and then when they got back together, when they split up again, it's all shit.
0: Like, I didn't even like them when they were in NXT. And then I they...
1: Guess, I guess NXT can even make shit look good.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay, so, worse match.
0: Worst match of the decade. That is a tough now, one. There has now, been plenty.
1: Before you go, I'm going to go a different route. Now, obviously, I mentioned Shelby Martinez versus Rebel.
0: That was a comedy. Um, that wasn't a match. That was a but, comedy.
1: But that was a match that I had no expectations for. Mm-hmm. Worst match to go to a match that I had high expectations for, and it kind of killed me on the inside when I was watching it. So I don't know if you know this. But there's a little company called TNA or what used to be TNA.
0: I know exactly what you're going to say and I agree. That was my pick. In,
1: in 2011 there was a pay-per-view
0: mm-hmm. called Victory Road. Mhm.
1: And there was a match
0: 90 something seconds.
1: seconds Jeff Hardy versus Sting. I
0: I agree that was what uh, that was exactly what I was going to pick too.
1: And the- part about that match if you can even
0: call it a match and I'm gonna get off on a tangent here because fuck Jeff Hardy Wow you have drug problems he does he you keeps relapsing problems. I love the guy but he keeps doing it over and over again and it's very concerning some help, man the dude has kids help. the dude has kids I don't, I don't care no I'm saying that's that's what makes it so bad that's one thing that makes it so bad he has kids. <laughs> and Brock does not care about them
1: Exactly Anyway He stumbles out on the entrance ramp About one minute after his music played. He looks like he has done Like three or four bottles of alcohol He's just running, Doing whatever with his
0: hands He's teasing, tossing a shirt For an hour do Whatever. And then Sting
1: Thank god he hit him with one move pinned him and then just got it over with
0: it was a match that was so bad that even Sting, when the crowd was chanting, this is awful, he was like, I agree. I agree. And you can you can see him say that at the end of the pay-per-view.
1: And the worst part is, is that this ruined a storyline build for six months about the Immortal. They literally changed the world championship to Jeff Hardy's face painted for the guy to be their world champion, and he fucks it up.
0: Okay, everything wow. you said, everything you just said, I agree with. But what really makes it awful for me is the fact that they knew he was messed up and they sent him out there anyway.
1: No, 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 no. I actually, I'm going to give TNA credit for one thing.
0: They they tried to cut it short. Huh? They tried to, like, they stalled and tried to cut it as, as short and clean as possible.
1: Exactly. They knew they couldn't put out a good match, so they sent him out with the sole purpose of ending it as soon as possible. Just get him off the TV. But, like, that is just. <sighs> because if you have a wrestler who's your champion, no showing the show. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's almost his worst.
0: But I'm just. That's still. Just, that, that's the I'm most mean, infuriating I'm, match to watch. Uh,
1: it, it's not a match, it's just Sting hitting a
0: move. And then it, you, to... you paid to see Sting versus Jeff Hardy. You didn't pay to watch Jeff Hardy's no, life fall apart. No, not the...
1: Watching Jeff Hardy versus Sting, who still can wrestle, not wearing a
0: T-shirt. Mm-hmm. God TNA. But yeah, that's that's my worst match of the decade. That's like that's just embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, that was pretty much
1: the birth of LL TNA.
0: Yeah. All but right.
1: To another, let's move on to another topic. I'm, I'm angry enough as it is. ranted too long.
0: All right. So, um. What is your pick for the worst feud of the year? Worst storyline, worst feud?
1: Bobby Lashley versus Rusev.
0: That's definitely up there. That is definitely uh, up there. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh,
1: okay, I wasn't even going to talk about it, but this lesbian angle on Monday, you it. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done.
0: I remember. At least, at, at least, at least with Rusev, Lana, Dahl, Ziggler, Summer Rae, we
1: got the gif of Rusev throwing a fish. <laughs> At least we I,
0: forgot about, about that. That. I <laughs> forgot about that. I forgot about that.
1: Nothing redeeming. This is a poor, storyline. They're doing a storyline about sex with a white woman going after a black man because her European husband wants too much sex. Fuck.
0: And it was in a tables match because someone had to get wood. And then, <laughs> and then they tease Leah Morgan
1: for a month or so. Oh, she's gonna be the sexy character. And what does she do? She reveals she's having an
0: affair with Lana. Uh, yeah, I. I f-
1: remember, remember when Lana was a serious manager when she wore those pantsuits and was uh, with Rusev when they were representing Russia. Oh yeah. God damn it, WWE! Why <sighs> you gotta
0: do this? Why? Boy, does time fly.
1: I I actually, I want them to release Rusev and so I never have to get these storylines again. I
0: don't understand why Rusev has just not quit. I
1: think it's just because he gets too much money.
0: Do you remember when he lost to Randy Orton at SummerSlam in like a few seconds? I forgot about
1: that.
0: When, Uh, When me and Sean reviewed that show two years ago, I asked the question, why does Rusev just not quit? And Sean was like, I don't know the paycheck, I guess. Two years later, this. Why hasn't Rusev quit the
1: paycheck? Like. Pick your, pick your worst storyline. let
0: <sighs> this Hon- It's getting, getting to the, the point, this? it's getting into the point where I'm no longer embarrassed and feel sorry for Rusev. I'm just like, dude, how much is your dignity worth? Like. Apparently, me, six figures. Yeah just ugh, I'm the longer he stays the more I lose respect for the guy at this point it's it's that bad it is that bad he's he's an okay wrestler I'm just like dude they're literally just humiliating you with I don't I cannot imagine being Rusev. I cannot I, I know it's very weird this super skinny super pale. Long-haired white dude saying, man, I can't imagine being the Bulgarian brute. But you know what I mean? Uh, I, no, I, I get the irony, okay? It is funny. But still, the so, point.
1: So, 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 so we're going to have you on Raw, right? And you're going to get angry at your ex-wife, and you're going to throw a fish at her.
0: <laughs> you are going to explode out of a wedding cake, because a black muscular dude is doing your wife who's doing this other girl. Go. And he can't get out of the cake. Did you see that on Raw where he could not get out of the cake?
1: I did, okay, okay. Full disclosure, I did not watch the video because I wanted to do something else with my life.
0: I don't blame you. The dude could not uh, even get out of the cake.
1: Take your worst storyline. I'm, 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 uh,
0: There's I'm so much to honest. choose from. There's too much to choose from. Uh, with another Rusev storyline uh, Let's see, how many storyline storylines are there uh, Okay, the, the story. Okay, the, the storyline that made me just give up Why is it, okay, it's another 2019 storyline And you can probably guess where I'm going with this What is it with this year in particular And storylines that just make people give up
1: Okay, okay, I have a question Okay Does it have to do with a certain guy named King
0: Corbin? No, it does not Okay,
1: Bye. I thought it was gonna be King
0: Corbin's storyline. That was awful, but it didn't piss me off. What Seth Rollins off? versus the Fiend. Okay then. It's that that their Hell in a Cell match is my second like worst match of the decade. There's nothing that can top Jeff Hardy and Sting from Victory Road, but good gosh darn does that Hell in a Cell match come close? Because oh yeah. Oh yeah. That oh, feud yeah. Ru- just about ruined everything. That was the feud. Because up until that point, I would like watch hi- I would never I wouldn't like sit through 3 hours of Raw. Sometimes I would watch SmackDown every once in a while, but from that moment on, I don't even like ever since that pay-per-view, I don't even watch highlights of Raw. I don't watch highlights of SmackDown. I just wait for the pay-per-views cuz that's the point where I was just like I'm done. I don't care anymore. It's it was that bad.
1: At, at, at the very least, Saudi Arabian shows fixed
0: it. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I, I, I'll put it this I'm way.
1: For one time, we're glad they have a Saudi Arabian show because they fixed what they were supposed to do in the first
0: place. Let me put it this way. I know you haven't seen it yet, but would you say that Hell in a Cell 2019 is The Last Jedi and the Saudi Arabia show is Rise of Skywalker? <laughs> oh, God. Is that, is that a horrible comparison? God. Is that a life-ruining comparison?
1: not
0: wrong which is funny because i honestly i love both of those movies but in some people's eyes that's kind of how i see it but yeah that that feud is just i mean you had a babyface champion that beat brock lesnar and braun Strowman by himself screaming and crying in fear because a dude had a clown mask on I know, but like you have your baby face tough guy champion that literally, the King Slayer, the Beast Slayer, the Monster Slayer, the the above six foot tall, three hundred pound Slayer guy, crying because a guy has a scary mask on.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Let me let me counter this with you because I'll try and do some logic before you ruin this for me. Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman are both human. We don't know what the fiend is.
0: Skyler, I'll, I'll go Undertaker myself. Bye. I love the Fiend, but just don't even. Do not, <laughs> do not at this moment in time. Because honestly, the fact, okay, the fa- it's not even that the that quote unquote that a Hell in a Cell ended via DQ. Because if you think about it, and if you go back and look, it wasn't actually a DQ. It was a ref stoppage, which is even worse. Because Seth Rollins beat The Fiend so bad The Fiend could not get up. Except The Fiend did get up and m- make Seth Rollins gush blood from his mouth. At which point, why didn't they restart the match? Because he's clearly okay. Oh, God.
1: Uh, I'm, not, I'm, not try- I'm not trying to explain anything. I'm just eating a yogurt.
0: <sighs> <laughs> I'm the fact that they did a ref stoppage when the dude stands up a minute later perfectly fine oh god I hated it I hate 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 it it's so dumb the fact that did a ref
1: stoppage in a hell of a cell match of all matches
0: I know but because he hit he used a he ju- he used a giant hammer but that's okay but when Seth Rollins brings out the little hammer no Convince me we don't live in the dumbest timeline. Convince me. Uh, considering who our president is, no, like the not. Why is the... Why is the literal little hammer so bad and the big hammer good?
1: <laughs> Your anger is actually kind of funny.
0: Mm, I just... Let's move on before you pop a vein. Before I have an aneurysm... Because I'm feeling kind of close but yeah that's my worst feud of the year just it just abs just, just I still love the fiend it did not ruin the fiend but it came very close and even it ruined the, Seth Rollins it ruined Seth Rollins absolutely because I that I, I I still I I could not defend the crap he said on Twitter but I still respected him as a wrestler then that happened
1: would you call him the most overrated wrestler
0: no I would not
1: <laughs> who would you call the most overrated wrestler male or female
0: male or female
1: yes
0: most overrated wrestler you could probably guess you could probably guess john
1: cena
0: yep in my opinion okay. he's the most overrated
1: okay okay okay
0: so are, now, are we going are we going into overrated right now
1: yeah
0: we are oh okay okay because uh, i'm good at
1: Seth Wiki. but so we had this discussion earlier about overrated wrestlers in our own group chat.
0: I know where so you're like, going with this one.
1: <laughs> and some brought Brock Lesnar.
0: I'm not and happy about it. about it.
1: But I'm not, I'm not going to get into that because, I don't know. I
0: mean, <sighs> I mean, if you think he's overrated, that's fine. I disagree, but that's fine. Eventually, we would agree that he is special. What he does, no one else does in the industry. And you have to acknowledge his value to the company. And he has a super hot wife. He gave his child the most alpha name ever. He has a... You want more alpha than Brock Lesnar? Freaking Duke Lesnar. You cannot get more testosterone than that.
1: Um, (laughs) you could if you have a
0: needle. Anyway. Wow. Wow. I mean, I
1: mean, I mean, come
0: on. If this was going on YouTube, I'd have a giant yellow dollar sign as the thumbnail. Uh... (laughs) All right, so who is your overrated wrestler of the decade?
1: Uh, So when I was thinking about this, I was thinking of wrestlers who I like and I don't like. And I was just like, who is someone that I like, but not to the point where they're such a big star as they are? And I had to think about it. And there's one person who really stuck out. And it's not Brock Lesnar. It's someone who you may call the man. And
0: that oh. Would be Becky Lynch. Ooh. Hot takes, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Now, the reason why I say that is that she's only been really, really hot for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Like, before that, she wasn't really doing that much. Even when they were doing the brand split in 2016, and she was just on SmackDown by herself with the other horsewomen doing their stuff on Raw. Yeah, but didn't really break out. I mean, Alexa Bliss broke out. We can explain why later
0: about Yeah, the re the, the the is it bad that before Becky Lynch became the man, the most memorable thing that she did was getting kissed by Ric Flair? God
1: damn it, Joshua! I forgot about that memory. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: god! This is the worst therapy session. Uh,
1: why do you gotta bring up bullshit? <sighs>
0: To it. Uh, I'm just looking forward to it in the popcorn watching something to be entertained kinda of way, because I'm I just looking forward to it
1: because the World Rumble is probably my favorite match type that there is.
0: It's fun. It's fun. So your overrated wrestler of the decade is Becky? Yeah, because she is not okay, okay.
1: She is a good wrestler. I'm not gonna take that away from her. But I feel like her wrestling moveset has no damage whatsoever. Besides her submission
0: maneuver. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, the Beck's floater, mm-hmm. it's just a suplex. But like, all, these, all these moves she does, they don't look like they hurt. I mean, yeah, you're pulling my arm off, but what else do you do that really actually hurts? Like, even Bailey has more impact in her moves than Becky does. And the fact that she cut all these fire promos, yeah, great, I'm angry, woo, that's so wonderful. The years before.
0: Can I just say that I, I'm well, glad she I, dropped the straight fire thing. I'm so glad she dropped the, that. That was so cringeworthy. And
1: now she's the face of the company. She's on the <laughs> video game. She's on the WWE game. I got to look at her face every time.
0: By the way, of all the video games to be the cover the cover girl for, like just uh poor Becky. Did you hear about what happened with 2K20 at the at the beginning of the day today?
1: I heard about it, and I just, I just have to laugh. That's all
0: I have to Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know, 2K20 is like one of the most glitch-ridden pieces of garbage of all time. Because games are mostly online nowadays, PS4, Xbox One, uh, PC, they're all connected to the internet. We had a real-life Y2K incident. At the turn of this decade, two, for, for some people, I don't know if it's for everyone, but for some people, 2K20 glitched out because it's 2020, it's 2K20, and people literally cannot log in to play the game.
1: Okay, I have a conspiracy theory. You don't have to agree with this or not. I bet what happened was that Chris Jericho decided to mess with the game. I,
0: I okay. I don't think it's Chris Jericho. I think it's 2K is ashamed of themselves and they just don't no, want no, no, people to play it anymore. No, 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 no. no, Chris Jericho was like, "Fuck them
1: for taking my gimmick. I'm going to go into WWE 2K's 14 studios and just ruin them."
0: That WWE 2K20. I don't care what anyone says. Is the spiritual successor to Sonic 6? It is the. Oh, oh, oh okay okay okay. You are that angry, huh? No, I no. I get enjoyment out of Sonic 6, but Sonic 6 is the glitch masterpiece. The it is the glitch-ridden disaster piece video game of that decade. The glitch-ridden disaster piece of this decade. It well of the last decade is 2K20 in my opinion. Like. Just when you think glitchy pieces of garbage that are still entertaining. Sonic 06, WWE 2K20. They're like they're like re- they're like blood relatives. <laughs> I died. I died when I saw that. That is the funniest thing. Yeah. I'm tempted to get 2K20 just for the laughs. I'm tempted, so tempted. No, don't do it. you have it's other not worth it. It's not, not worth, worth it. it. But, uh, okay, yeah, so, uh, yeah, where were yeah, we? We I just went off on a so huge right. tangent. Becky Lynch
1: is overrated.
0: Okay. Okay, so my overrated wrestler of the decade is John Cena. Yours is Becky Lynch. Okay, so, up next, uh, what is the worst gimmick of the decade? I really can't think of that many awful gimmicks. Except for, like, you know, Baron Corbin. Just in general. But I feel like Baron Corbin is too easy. Oh, I have one. I have one. I have one. But I'll, I'll, I'll I want to, uh, 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 okay, I'll go first. Shorty G. Shorty G is AIDS. Like, okay. The dude is an Olympic wrestler. A former Olympian, he's amazing. When him and Matt Riddle went at it at Survivor Series, it was awesome. It was beautiful. What is it about 2019 and everything just being ruined? Anyway, uh, Chad Gable is an 2019 doesn't care about your feelings. 2019 is, has been such an awful year. I'm glad it's over, but hopefully 2020 is better. But Chad Gable is so good, but because he's short. And short people are funny because short ha funny. Not only did they give him a ridiculous nickname, they put him in a Harlem Globetrotter outfit. It's ridiculous in the worst possible way, and I, I literally cannot watch his segments. It hurts. <laughs>
1: So, there have been some terrible gimmicks, and I'll give you the shorty G has been terrible.
0: It's up there. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to highlight a few. Let me know how bad these are, okay? Okay. The Funkasaurus.
0: I actually thought that one was kind of funny. Not going to lie.
1: Okay, then you are safe.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm wearing red right now, so.
1: Los Matadores and El
0: Torito. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely awful.
1: But but there is one that stands out above all, and this goes to TNA. Oh dear. You lovely child. Claire Lynch.
0: Oh. Wasn't uh, Wasn't that the whole um wasn't she the one that was like cheating on AJ Styles or something?
1: So she was his physical therapist. Oh
0: yeah, I remember. Team.
1: Oh. And and supposedly what happened is that this was all come up in order to get AJ Styles to lose the world
0: title. Quick! Wait, then, how do we get then, the title off of AJ? Do we strip him? Do we put him against a good wrestler? No. Who is his physical therapist? Let's get in a What? Going. What? And then, Skyler, this is a big brain idea. No, no, no copied it a couple years later with Gay O'Brien and the Bellas. Oh they, oh, they did! I remember that. They did. But, which is more famous for the I Wish You Died in the Womb Ugh. when it was revealed that Nick, Nikki Bella was behind the whole thing. Can the Bellas tie for second worst female wrestlers of the decade?
1: They can be worse tag team too.
0: Okay, okay that, Okay, yeah, that's fine. That's fine.
1: Worst female, worst tag team, worst gimmick.
0: Uh, I mean, at least Nick, at least Nikki improves a little bit towards the uh, end, somewhat.
1: She, uh, yeah, and then there
0: was that whole John Cena thing, shit. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's do a big proposal at WrestleMania and then immediately break up.
1: The, the Miz was right. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh lord. Right. Oh my god. Uh, Alright. Oh uh,
1: hold on. Give me one second, Joshua. Alright. Okay. I'm on a phone call. I can hear you only on the the street. Sorry. My mom said I was being
0: too loud. I'm surprised I haven't gotten a complaint from my mom yet, but don't worry, it's coming. I can I can hear a sink in the background. Uh okay, great. So uh I'm gonna we you mentioned this earlier, uh which I was going to put, but uh worst belt of the decade, worst championship belt of the decade. Cause I have a tie, but I'm since I have a tie, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna let you go first.
1: Uh, the diva title. Yeah. The, the diva title.
0: It's a butterfly.
1: Like, it, it's a tramp stamp.
0: <laughs> it's called <laughs> the diva's belt.
1: It's a tramp stamp. It's a tattoo you put on your ass. It, it, it's worn by sluts, which I'm not
0: surprised Nikki Bella won the title. Anyways, <laughs> shots fired, ladies and gentlemen. Dude, they're gonna have to invent like a red dollar sign logo for for this for this episode. Uh. So yeah, I, that one's. I don't hate the divas belt, but I can I can totally I can totally see why some people would hate it. But um, as I said, I have a tie for the worst belt of the decade. You brought up the Jeff Hardy Immortal World Title belt from earlier. That belt is absolutely hideous, in my opinion. It's weird, it's purple, it looks like his face. It's just, ugh. Why would anyone want to win that belt? But it's tied with the Universal Championship belt. Because I literally cannot pick the one I hate the most. Which, I guess I'll say the Jeff Hardy Immortal belt, because at least when they change the strap from red to blue, the blue actually works a little bit.
1: Not to mention, at least the Universal title doesn't look like someone's face.
0: That also. Which...
1: Like, why would you pick Jeff Hardy, of all people, to put their face on it?
0: <sighs> that belt just... Uh, okay, okay, my, my least favorite belt of the decade is the Jeff Hardy Immortal belt. That belt is just hideous.
1: I'm surprised they didn't put beer bottles next to Jeff Hardy's face.
0: <laughs> or or they just make they just make the entire belt just a white pill with with the straps.
1: Oh God, no!
0: Oh, <laughs> well, they're like, oh, this this design is a little too meta. Uh, oh, oh, okay, now you're going too far. Oh, <laughs> uh, this this belt's a little too meta, but I will say, yeah, I I the only reason why I really like the blue universal title belt is because I called it because. A couple months ago, in the chat, I was like, you know, one day the Universal title is going to go over to SmackDown. Do you think they'll change the strap to blue? And they did, and that made me happy. Because I was right. It
1: looks a lot better than the red. It
0: does, it does. It doesn't look, like, revolting.
1: Right, right. It's acceptable now.
0: Yeah, it's acceptable. There's something about blue. It's just more... It's easier on the eyes, I guess.
1: Right, because the red one with the red lighting, looks terrible.
0: It, it blinds you.
1: Yes, yes it does.
0: Uh, okay.
1: So, should we move on to Worst Company?
0: Worst Company of the decade. I feel like that's an easy yeah, one. Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor? I can see that from everything that's been happening recently, that's been coming like, out.
1: Like, like, remember when Ring of Honor was respectable? Like, you could call it the number three, number two wrestling company in the world.
0: Yeah, those days they had are some long of the gone. Best
1: talent, uh, unfortunately, I know it got raided, but still, they were producing so much talent. They were the best indie company. Like you could go to them; they were pretty cheap, and you could get great wrestling.
0: Mm-hmm. Now
1: all this shit that happened, all the concussion and medical stuff, and just, ugh.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, Ring of honor has sunk lower than TNA, and that's saying something.
0: That's. <sighs> TNA is like, watch us disintegrate. And ROH is like, hold my beer. Yeah, I can totally see ROH being the worst. But uh, I will say. WWE? Well, wait, what'd you say? Uh, is yours, WWE. No, it is not WWE. I, I'm it, surprised. For me, WWE is kind of down there, but it does give us NXT. And there are some things about WWE that are redeemable in my eyes. But, Brock Lesnar
1: money
0: in the bank. Yeah, Brock Lesnar just in general. I that's a whole snack right there, but that's a discussion for another day. Um, my least favorite company of the decade is TNA. Because there is no company that continually surprises me just by still existing. I mean, I know they changed it to impact now, but still, how does this company exist? Still. How has it not died?
1: Because people like torture porn.
0: That that is that, that is that is true. But I, th- I think what really solidifies it as the worst is I can, I will never forget the first time I turned on the guide channel and that's where TNA was. That is, that was just so depressing and hilarious because I'm just like, they're literally on the the TV guide channel. That's sad. That is depressing. Remember when TNA used to be number two,
1: AJ Styles was in TNA, and we all thought, "Ha, this company
0: is gonna be better than WWE someday." <laughs> the guide, the TV guide channel, <laughs> Pop TV. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and now, almost entirely of their roster is on WWE and doing better than they were in TNA.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I think ROH and TNA could have like an arm wrestling match for worst company of the decade. <laughs> yeah. No one wins. No, everyone loses. So yeah, uh, I think that's pretty much it for all of our categories. So, um, we mentioned this earlier, Sean did text me his best of the decade. I'm going to have to find it real quick here. Well, he texted me. Okay, he did not give me his worst, so I guess I'll just put up some. If you want to know what Sean's worst of the decade is, I'll put something on uh, Facebook about it. But his best male of the decade, AJ Styles, which... I think I think that's the one thing everyone can agree. Well, a lot of people can agree on is AJ Styles is the best male wrestler of the decade.
1: Okay, solid solid.
0: Best female? Uh, both me and you are going to disagree with this. He put Shayna Baszler.
1: Okay, so female Brock Lesnar, eh.
0: <laughs> Uh, best eh. best female tag Brock team?
1: With
0: wow, shots fired. Uh. Best tag team of the year, uh, the year, the decade. Um, he put the revival. I would say yes if they were around a little bit longer. But I can totally is see that the a revival.
1: Joke?
0: The revival? That's yeah, what that that's what joke? he put. That's what he put.
1: Okay, next time we need to get Sean on the podcast because
0: so I have a couple for him. <laughs> hey, I really like the revival. A J. Styles, Baszler, huh? The revival. What the fuck? Okay, his favorite match of the decade. Cody Rhodes versus Dustin Rhodes at Double or Nothing, which... Solid match. I can see that, I can see that. Best Feud, Gargano versus Ciampa. Uh,
1: okay, yeah, me, would agree on that one.
0: Gimmick? I can kind of see this one, I can kind of see this one. Broken Matt Hardy.
1: I would argue it's actually one of the worst gimmicks, but... oh hey.
0: Okay. <laughs> it's, it's definitely a gimmick. Uh, and for best company of the decade, WWE. It's all we had to spell, and I don't watch New Japan.
1: I'm kind of surprised he
0: didn't pick his own company. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is true. That is true. Uh, Sean, if anything else, is a salesman, and we love him for it. But um, and uh, for underrated star of the decade, he agreed with me. He put Cesaro. Okay, yeah, yeah. And for the worst, I'll just put out, he'll message them to me and I'll put them on Facebook. So if you want to know what the colonists' worst of the decade are, uh, then you'll just have to go look at Facebook. Uh, and uh, yeah. Well, thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for celebrating this most auspicious decade with me and Skylar. Uh, hopefully, you don't hate the human race as much as you did going in. But if you did, if you hate them even more, then sorry. We tried! We tried.
1: I mean, what are we going to do with Vince McMahon at this
0: point? Can you imagine Vince McMahon in 2030? By that point, he's just going to be a floating brain. He's going to be the old lady that loves chocolate and Spongebob.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) Oh,
0: God. (laughs) And we close with that mental image, ladies and gentlemen uh thank you so much skylar for joining me thank you guys so much for watching uh and we will see you guys next time uh i think the next podcast we're gonna do is later this month me and sean are gonna review the royal rumble tell us your thoughts. if you want i
1: can join you for that one
0: and we'll do a three-way oh oh i would love a three-way with you guys uh absolutely um but again thank you guys so much for watching and we'll see you guys later thank you bye